Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 708, recorded live on December 18th, 2021, and here are your hosts. The man who is tired and doesn't know why, Dave Pillay. Hi. And the man who is tired and knows exactly why, Andy Lohai. Because it's almost midnight there and you have two kids. And it was a long day. It was a long day. Yes, this was the first of the three Christmases. Uh-huh. So we had uh, Kate's family over for Kate's side's Christmas. Okay. Plus a, That's you know, a clever way of doing it. Well, well yeah. The, I, it, what is this? That um, What was that Vince Vaughn movie? Was it Vince Vaughn and Jennifer yeah. Aniston? Or? I don't know. I'm not a huge Vince Vaughn fan. Vince Vaughn, he did a Christmas movie. What was it called? Four Christmases. Yep, there it is. Ah, it was Reese Witherspoon. And, yeah, Reese Witherspoon. No, it wasn't a good movie. But, like, one is too many. Why do you need four? Well, they both came um, from dysfunctional families, so both parents were divorced, so they had to do all four Christmases. Hmm. Separate. Yes. Gross. Yeah. So they, they actually didn't, they don't like Christmas, so they would always... Um, pretend to be going to like Fiji doing charity work or something, but instead they actually just go to Fiji for vacation. Just to get away from everyone? Yes. Clever. So yeah, I think if I remember correctly, like they're trying to go to Fiji, but the, the airport gets Yeah. Yeah. So they end up on they end up on like the news getting interviewed or something and then all the flights get cancelled and they all get calls from their parents going, Oh well if you're in town, come over for Christmas. And they're like, No, <laughs> Too many Christmases. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so we do Kate's family one day. Christmas Day is our family, and then my family is another day. So, it you know, spread it out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I got nothing on that. Yeah, but, yeah, no, the first one was today. So, we're all good. Wait a second. Christmas is on did Saturday. It, did it? Go, yes, it is. A week from today, in fact. Are we not recording a week from today? I expect I, we're not recording a week yeah, from no, today. Yeah, no, I don't want to record on Christmas. <laughs> no? No. Okay. Christmas break? Yeah, especially since Sunday is going to be my family's Christmas, so. Okay. You do know that New Year's is also on a Saturday. Oh, shit. <laughs> and he's suddenly realizing that Christmas and New Year's are always on the same day. Because they're seven days apart. Oh. Yep. So, well, all right, we're going to take a little break, like folks. We'll come back in um, 2022 with our year in review episode. Huh. Was, right. was this supposed to be our year in review episode, Andy? Uh, I didn't I didn't think it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> Are you suddenly wanting this to do a year in review episode instead no. of the normal episode that we had planned? No, let's just do the normal episode that we planned. Okay. How the heck did I I cut? watched Elf for the first time tonight. Oh. It is actually a really good movie. Yeah, no, I've got a, I got a former coworker who every year for the uh for December, instead of an advent calendar, she posts uh elf quotes every day. <laughs> okay. Are there that many quotes from the movie? All right, hold on. Hold I mean, on. I know the like you sit on a throne of lies. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Let's see. Scrolling back. Oh, let's see. Today's 
is, uh, why don't you just say it? I'm the worst toy maker in the world. I'm a cotton-headed ninny muggins. <gasps> You're not a cotton-headed ninny muggin. Yesterday was, this place reminds me of Santa's workshop, except it smells like mushrooms and everyone looks like they want to hurt me. Mm-hmm. That is indeed a line from the movie. Mm-hmm. I can confirm. It's a cute movie. It's good. It, it, I think it's going to go up there with like the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation as far as like good comedy Christmas movie. Oh, what, I just read the thing there. Um, Kevin, uh, speaking of Christmas movies. So uh, <laughs> Hawkeye's going on right now, right? Yes. Watching it. Oh, my yeah. God. So good. Have you yeah, been watching it? Yes. <laughs> that ending. Mm-hmm. That ending. I, I, and one more episode. That's it. One more episode, which is apparently filmed at 30 Rock. <laughs> the finale is going to take place at 30 Rockefeller Center. <laughs> How did ABC pull that one off? Uh, gee, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I don't know, Andy. Is, is, 30, is 30 Rock owned by NBC or are they just the main tenants there? I mean, I'm pretty sure they're the main tenants there, right? Like the building is huge. 30 Rockefeller Center is an enormous building. Let's see, 30 Rockefeller Plaza. Who owns it? Oh, it was renamed the Comcast building in 2015 following the transfer of ownership to the new corporate owner, Comcast. Mm. You can hear the TV in the background, by the way. Sorry. No problem. Uh, okay, so NBC Universal owns floors mm-hmm. 2 through 16 and that's it all the rest of the floors okay are owned by somebody else so there's plenty of other space there then yes 2 through 16 i wonder i wonder if there's a directory of 30 rockefeller plaza like what's who's in there who are the tenants of rockefeller center wow rockefeller center is actually 19 buildings yeah I mean, I say, yep, like I knew that, but I knew it was more than just 30 rock. 2.9 million square foot. Uh, Deloitte, Meriwether Capital, Oxygen Media, Starbucks, Subway, Dunkin' Donuts, J. Crew, AT&T. I mean, I guess if you've got that big a building, putting a Starbucks in there is probably not a bad idea. <laughs> Oh, Radio City Music Hall's part of the district. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. It's so, really weird. Is I've been there. I have actually... To I, 30 I, Rockefeller yeah, Center? Yeah. Or to Radio City Music Hall? Or no, no, both? 30 Rock. Okay. What were you doing at 30 Rock? Uh, that was when uh, Mom and Dad took me to New York for spring break. Cool. I think they were, it was... If I remember correctly, they had a college friend who um, worked in New York City, but um, lived in New Jersey, no surprise. Um, and so we took the train from, let's see, we we, uh, we drove, it was kind of funny, it was, um, we were going to try and take the train from Ann Arbor, but uh, there were two options. To New One, York? Yeah. There were, there were two. There were two. No. Oh, there were two options. You either yeah go to the, Chicago. Yeah, you go to Chicago. And you take a train from Chicago to New York, or there was a yeah. bus that you would get on, and you take the bus down to uh, Toledo, Cincinnati, Toledo. Yep. You take the bus to Toledo, and that was on the line from Chicago to New York. So my parents are like, "Well, we'll just drive down to." 
Toledo. And get and just, on the... Why, why take a bus if you can just literally drive your own car down to Toledo? Yep, and figure out where to leave your car for a weekend. At, at the Toledo train station. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, How we, long was the train ride from Toledo to New York? Uh, let's see, we, we left Toledo in the middle of the night, and we got into New York City sometime during the next day. So maybe... Well, hold on. Let's just see Amtrak. Toledo to NYC. Let's see. Driving? No. Public transit? No. Uh, Toledo to New York? Uh, 15 hours. 15 hours on the train. That's not too bad. No, especially since it was the middle of the night, so, you know. Yeah, you just sleep on the way. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like, according to this, uh, we left. It looks like the the current schedule is leaving at 3 o'clock in the morning and getting into Penn Station at 6.47 p.m. So, yeah, so no, my parents, and we took the train because I got a, uh, it was buy, you know, parents, you know, buy two tickets, kid rides free. <laughs> Let's take the kid to New York. Yeah, why not? So you went to 30 Rock. Yeah, see, it was part of the whole thing there. So, I've, yes, I've been at 30 Rock. Okay. It was, you know, spring break, so the uh, ice rink was not... Um, set up. Set up. <laughs> but, you know, New York was really cool. Cool. I still remember, no no joke, okay? Get off at the station, so you get out, and you're in the middle of New York, right? Mm-hmm. Um, literally 30 seconds after I get out of the train station in the middle of New York taxi cab comes to a screeching halt in front of me guy gets out of the back of the cab and then just starts running away and the cab the cabbie you know gets out of the car and just starts swearing at the guy for him ditching his fare and i'm just like really this is the first within a minute of being in new york city in new york yes first thing in new york first thing in new york is a new york cabbie just swearing his head off at a guy ditching his cab fare. Yep. Welcome to New York. Yep. So yeah, so that was a tangent. Yeah, we were talking about Hawkeye. I mean, it wouldn't be us, Andy. It no. wouldn't be us. No, it wouldn't be so us. So Hawkeye. That. Yeah. Tell me tell me about Hawkeye, because Hawkeye's awesome. Are you excited I, for the finale? Yes. Are you excited for the implications of, of the end of the episode? I, I don't know what implications there are going to be. Out, outside I mean, of, you know, yeah. outside of the obvious. Well, the, the implications of those Netflix shows could be canon. <sighs> Which I'd be okay if, like, half of them were canon. <laughs> <laughs> Which which ones do you not want to be canon? Oh, uh... Let's see, I've, I've seen all of Luke Cage... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I've seen half of Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. I've seen two thirds of Daredevil. And what am I missing? What's the I, last one? Uh, Iron Fist. Oh yeah, Iron Fist. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that answers that. <laughs> I have not seen Luke Cage, nor Iron Fist, nor half of Daredevil or half of Jessica Jones. Basically, I watched season one of Daredevil and season one of Jessica Jones, and that was it. Mm. So, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about it, uh, but I do know that Vincent did, I mean, spoilers, but also watch the show. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio is incredible in his role in Daredevil. Oh, yeah. And I'm super, super excited to see that in, uh, in, in this, in Hawkeye. Yeah, no, I loved him in the Daredevil series. Even, oh, Punisher. I forgot about Punisher. Oh, there was a Punisher show? Wasn't yeah. that just a season of Daredevil? No, no. There, there, he was he was tied into Daredevil, and then he had two seasons on his own. Hmm. Oh, well, okay then. Yeah. So yeah, no, I've I've completely forgot about Punisher. That was that was hit and miss. It felt like they mm-hmm. they put some storylines in there just because they had to pad out the 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 season. Mm. Yeah, the I don't think they'll have that issue with Disney Plus. Mostly because the Disney Plus shows are short. Yeah, six 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 episodes. Like they're they're all relatively short. But you know, if if they tell a story, then you know they don't have to pad it like you would for any other television show. Right. They can just do what they want to do and show yes. you. <clears throat> so anyway, we should probably like maybe start talking about things. Hold on, I gotta. Unless check there was the, something you were going to, because you were talking about um, Hawkeye, and we kind of went onto that tangent. So, it, was there something you wanted to say about Hawkeye? No, I like it. It's it's funny. Okay. It's quirky. It's a cute little Christmas story. Yep. I do like that the Disney Plus shows all have a, a thing, right? Like WandaVision was a, a love song to sitcoms and a sitcom itself. Hawkeye is like Christmas story, murder mystery, thriller. Uh, Loki was, like, time-traveling buddy cop. <laughs> like, these are, they've all been really good. They've all had a, a, their own niche. Uh, what if was just the, I mean, the niche was what if. Wouldn't Falcon be sort of like a buddy cop as well, or no? Yeah, it, I think that's what it was marketed as. Falcon and Winter Soldier. I kind of forget that one exists. <laughs> It was good, but it wasn't... Remember, it was supposed to be the first one. Falcon was supposed to be the first um, Disney Plus show, and it was only supposed to get better from there. So anyway, what do we got to talk about, Andy? Well, we have topics. Do you want to talk about Disney? We have a a Disney topic on here. We have a Disney topic on here? Yes. Sure. What's our Disney topic? Um, Well, all of the Disney-owned channels are no longer on YouTube TV. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Well, that's a big loss for YouTube TV. Yep. I I presume because Disney wants to move people over to their own streaming service. So all local ABC channels, ABC News Live, Disney Channel, Disney Junior, Disney XD, Freeform, FX, FXX, FXM... National Geographic, National Geographic Wild, ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN News, ESPN News, SEC Network, ACC Network. All gone. Does that leave much on YouTube TV? Uh, you still have um, NBC stations. Okay. Comcast, NBC. Yep. Let's see. Okay, so YouTube TV was seeking a most favored nation clause from Disney. What the what heck is does a yeah? That's most favored nation. That does that doesn't bode well, Andy. 
Okay. Our ask to Disney, as with all our other partners, is to treat YouTube TV like any other TV provider by offering us the same rates that services of a similar size pay across Disney channels for as long as we carry them. Okay, so they... Lifetime price guarantee? Well, no, no. They wanted to be on the same footing as a... As basically a, a cable provider. Yeah, yeah. As, yeah. They wanted to be yeah on the same footing as, as an actual cable company. And I guess Disney said no. And then, so Disney said no. So who initiated the removal? Did Disney say, no, I'm taking my ball and going somewhere else? Or did YouTube say, okay, then we're just cutting you off the service for now? Well, they had a contract that expired. So they were trying to renew the contract, but that expired two nights ago. So it's still not clear who who isn't playing ball then. Like, I mean, their contract expired. I guess both of them aren't playing ball, right? Like, yes. YouTube said we want this, and Disney said no. And then they're like, "Well, I guess there's no contract, so we're we're done." Sucks for people who got YouTube. For the Disney stuff, though. Or, you know, thought, hey, I don't need cable. I've got YouTube TV. Problem is, <laughs> Disney's <laughs> not treating them like cable. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's Disney. And, yes. And YouTube, I guess. Yes. Uh, YouTube about... has actually cut their price by $15 per month. Wait, they've with... cut their price by 15 bucks a month? Yes. How much are they charging a month for YouTube TV? Uh, the base plan... Cost originally $65. A month? Yes. Okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I Have saw that. I'm YouTube. like... Whatever, whatever. $65 a month? A scientist taught rats how to play Doom. I I feel like that's, that's, like, that's like monkeys and typewriters level stuff there. Nope, nope, it is not. It is like legit he taught rats how to play Doom. Not like random... It's not the... Oh, God, what was it? There was a... You remember Twitch Plays Pokemon? Yes. Did you ever see Goldfish Plays Pokemon? What? It's a real thing. Do you want to go look it up real quick, or do you want me to just give you the rundown? No, just give me the rundown. So a guy set up his his tank and divided it into different areas, and each area represented a button. So there was like an up, down, left, right, B, A, select, start, right? And then he sets up an image recognition system that watches where the goldfish is. And so like every five or ten seconds, because the fish doesn't sleep, right? It's just always moving. So every like ten seconds, the computer just says, where is the goldfish? And then that's the button it uses. Uh, But this is not that. This is someone actually like trained rats to play Doom. Doom 2 specifically. Huh. He's talking about putting them on Twitch. Well, that's one way to monetize it. I would I would definitely watch that. I would watch a rat play Doom 2. Um, I also love the fact that he named one of the rats Romero. Oh, that's funny. I bet you. I bet you one of the other rats is named Carmack. <clears throat> I would love to watch this. But yeah, rats playing Doom 2. First, first comment on this article here. Yep. Rather play Doom with a mouse. <laughs> oh, 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 that's so, oh, no. Oh, that's, that hurts. That hurts. 
Oh, I mean, I was expecting some jokes of like, can it run Doom? But like, ouch. <laughs> Rather play Doom with a mouse. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's funny. All right, what video game news do we got on here? Uh, I mean, I did see one or two things about like Blizzard and Activision, and I'm just not sure I'm ready to to go down that hole again. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV won Best Ongoing Game at the Video Game Awards this year. We talked about that. Yes. You remember that? Yes, we did talk about well, that. Well, apparently they're seeing a like massive resurgence in subscriptions. Apparently Final Fantasy XIV is a fucking good game. Uh, and it's so good that Square Enix has not been able to keep up with the demand on their server side. They have well, had to go. Yeah, go, go. I was like, going to say, that's, that's not good. That's not good, right? Uh, people right, have, like, they're trying to log in and there's queues to log in because the servers are at capacity. Which right now, okay, so you need more servers. Um, having personally uh, seen our orders for servers with our company. Yep. There's a little bit of a supply chain issue. Yeah regarding servers so yeah now here's the the thing and i'm uh, this is a really weird take on it from square enix because first they they came out and said hey uh we we appreciate it like you guys were excited to have you in the game but like be aware there's gonna be some long ass wait times and people were like yeah it's fine and they try and log in they're like I've been waiting for three hours to log in. And Square Enix is like, yeah, we know. We told you. <laughs> we said there's going to be long wait times and people are still pissed. And so now Square Enix has said, uh, new subscriptions are turned off. Oh, wow. The game got so popular. They literally aren't. You can't actually subscribe to you it. Can't anymore. Buy, you can't. You can't buy the game. They they've turned off account creation and like you you actually can't even buy it on certain platforms right now. Wow, that's they're they're basically pulling the game from the shelf because it's too popular and they can't have more people in. Well, it's well, they're they're doing this and they're like, we, we gotta like we gotta pull back. We need to let you guys like you gotta give us a chance to, to figure this all out. Right? How astounding is that? That, like, they're at that point. That's... Jeez. I, I don't know what to say to that one. I, like, it's... Wh what do you do? We, you, you, yeah, you, you can't get any more... <laughs> you can't get any more there supply. There servers. Yeah. Right, like... So you, you gotta cut off demand. I mean, that's just... It's, that's certainly one way to do it. You know that I bet their accountants are going crazy. <laughs> like, but all the lost sales. The board has to be going like, uh, what? Yeah, well, <laughs> you made a very popular game. Congratulations. Sorry. That's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's see. Um, I got a couple of video game and NFT news. If you want to keep going down that. Sure. What is an NFT? That was that uh, the digital copy of. Yeah, no, I I know what it's supposed to be, but like I still don't actually understand NFTs. 
Well, it's kind of funny you say that because Ubisoft, remember we talked about the Ubisoft uh, Quartz? Yeah, that they were adding an NFT into their game. Yes. You you basically play the game and mine cryptocurrency while you're playing the game. Well, according to um, messages reviewed by uh, Kotaku on Ubisoft's internal social media hub, which, yeah, an internal social media hub, really, that's what we're calling it now. I mean, it's the company's intranet, right? Yeah. Like, it's it's just their webpage. Um, even Ubisoft's internal staff didn't understand why they were trying to do NFTs in their games. <laughs> That's hilarious. They're like, wait, we're doing what now? Yeah. One person wrote, I still don't really understand the problem being solved here. <laughs> the problem is... How do we make money? Yeah. Another person said, how can you look at private property, speculation, artificial scarcity, and egoism and say, yes, this is good. I want that. <laughs> Yay. There's some people who are actually thinking. That's incredible. Yes. How do you look at all these terrible things and say, let's do that too? <laughs> So yes, no. So you will have to um, spend 600 hours in Ghost Recon Breakpoint in order to get the uh, helmet. I, what? 600 hours? 600 hours. Can I sort by playtime on Steam? Can I have it tell me which game I've played the most? I mean, I know what games it is. It's Factorio. I have 2,500 hours in Factorio. And where's Terraria? Andy, I have 650 hours in Terraria. So I would just be getting to that point. Like, Mm -hmm. I've just passed that NFT. 600 hours is a lot of game time. Yeah. Yeah, people are saying like, okay, so the crypto people are just going to AFK to farm hours, get their crappy helmet, try and sell it. Ubisoft's going to win because then they can, you know, boost the uh, monthly active users metrics, even though it's going to be a bunch of people just, you know, AFK. That's just, that's, that's, that's not good. That is just kind of garbage is what that is. Excuse me. So, yeah, so... Even uh, even uh, Ubisoft people are just like, really? Yeah, that's really? crazy, man. Yep. So, um, Stalker 2. Yes. Developed by GSC Game World, was uh, okay. originally going to have on Wednesday. On Wednesday announced they would be auctioning off the rights to appear in the game as an NPC via NFT. What? Yes. Again, what? Like, isn't the NFT supposed to represent something? I, I guess it announced plans to auction off the rights to appear in the game as an NPC as represented by a blockchain token. So am I in the game as the blockchain token, or am I in the game as me, and I own a, a blockchain token, and I can sell it? The like, auction... I'm- the auction says the winner will be able to have their face and appearance recreated in the game as a metahuman character. The owner okay. of the metahuman will be able to trade the right to be a metahuman NFT until a certain date before the official game's release. The so right again, to- artificial scarcity. Yep. And like, I can, I win the auction and then I can turn around and try and sell it. Yes. But shouldn't that other person just have bid on the auction? I don't know. 
I'm so confused, Andy. I Have we reached the point where we're losing touch and, like, there's just new technology and we're like, well, that's dumb? I would. I was going to say no, but then, you know, looking at the most recent TikTok challenges, I'm starting to say yes. What the hell is a TikTok challenge? The t- the post, somebody posts on TikTok, hey, I want everybody to try this. And then people will record themselves on TikTok. Do, it, that was like that milk, milk crate challenge, right? Oh, the dumb shit thing. Okay. Yeah. So like milk crates and tie pods and all that dumb stuff. But like the ice bucket challenge was good. That was a thing. That's that true. That wasn't yes. on TikTok. That predated TikTok, right? Yes. Let's see. There's got to be a current TikTok trends. Here we go. Well, now Google thinks Andy is five years younger than he is. Yep. Or 20 years younger than he is. One or the other. How do you do, fellow kids? <clears throat> I, yeah. <laughs> oh, Steve Buscemi. Trending TikTok hashtags, trending TikTok challenges. Oh, latest TikTok challenge was to uh, bring a gun to school. Son of a bitch. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, great. So yeah. anyway, okay, so Stalker 2 NFT auction announced on Wednesday, right? Yes. By Friday, there Two was days an- later. Two days later, there was enough backlash from everybody over this stupid, stupid, stupid NFT where they said, uh, we hear you. Based on the feedback we received, we made a decision to cancel anything NFT related in Stalker 2. The interests of our fans and players are the top priority for the team. We're making this game for you to enjoy, whatever the cost is. If you care, we care too. Do you? Yes. Do you really? Something tells me that you don't. You thought that... Oh, 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 I love this. In the last two paragraphs of this article here. Okay, so an earlier statement, which has since been taken offline, they stated that NFT is a new technology and the studio is eager to do it right. We are not asking for support, but at least we can. we hope you can hear us and understand our reasons. And then that got deleted after everybody hated them yeah. for it. And then they said, okay, no NFTs. Good. Now if we can get Ubisoft to follow in. I mean, for goodness sakes, even if Ubisoft's internal staff is going, the fuck? Like, what the hell are we doing? Why are we doing this? What's the purpose of this thing? I don't know. I do not know. Like, money, sure, you can say money, but like, what what are they getting, Andy? Like, what are they getting out of it? I don't know. It's just, why? 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 I don't, I don't know. So let's see what other news we got on here. Oh, in good news, there is now an official certified game studio union in North America. Sweet. That's that's actually really good news. I know. Who's in it? The Vodeo Workers Union from Vodeo Games. Okay. Uh, they will be formed with the Communication Workers of America. The CWA. Yep. Same group that's going after uh, Blizzard. Mm-hmm. Is the CWA. Leadership from Vodeo Games is generally recognized as the formation of Vodeo Workers United to become the first certified game studio union in America. Represent all eligible employees across the entirety of job positions. Those are remote contractors working throughout the U.S. and Canada. Nice. 
Nice. I was having a conversation with a coworker this week who said that he was anti-union. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? You're, you're what? Like, I'm, wait, <laughs> say that again. He's like, they protect bad people. I'm like, but they protect good people, too. I, I did not. I just I legit did not know how to respond to that. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, people are like, a- oh, yeah, the unions are going to cause corruption. I'm like, you mean like corruption, like Activision Blizzard? Like the corruption that's already there? Yeah. Who? Oh, I shoot. This is not an article, but something along those lines. Of Activision Blizzard? Uh, yes. Uh-oh. Uh, Bungie. Bungie's head of HR is stepping down following reports of harassment at the studio. Gee! Go figure. 14 <clears throat> years as the head of HR of Bungie, she's, uh, stepping down Im- effective immediately. Um, she, uh, in her, uh, resignation letter, she said that they are going to bring in a team of people outside and new to Bungie in order to regain employees' trusts. Okay. That's, it's a little harsh when your head of HR goes, you know what, we just gotta... Scrap it and start over? Yeah. Yup. Oh, Andy. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm getting frustrated again. Uh, James Webb Space Telescope. Speaking of frustration. Surprise, surprise. The James Webb Space Telescope is delayed. What? Right? Go figure. Who would have guessed? All right. So new launch date is December 24th. There was apparently a communication error in the launch telemetry. And so they they needed an extra two days to track that down. Because again, they get one shot. That's it. You, you they, they do not get a second try on this. Yeah, we, we send it out there and we, we cannot bring it back. Not only can we not bring it back, we cannot go to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do you know how far away this thing is going to be? It's far. It was L2, right? Yeah, it is at the L2 Lagrange point. Go ahead and look that up. Yeah, I'm doing that right now. Compared to, say, the moon. 1.5 million kilometers. Four times further away from the Earth than the moon ever gets. Yep. And, Oof. like, it's way out there. Not only is it way out there, there's nothing else there. So if we wanted to, like, send a person out... When you want to send a human to the moon, it's a lot of work, right? But when you want to send the human back from the moon, you just let the moon do most of the work. Yeah, Apollo 13, you just... <laughs> You just put yourself right up there and the moon will just slingshot you back, back at, right back towards Earth. Right. There's nothing to slingshot at the L2. There's no other gravity out there. That's the point of it. You're kind of out there and you kind of just get what? Do you get basically just stuck? At the L2 point? Yeah. I mean, no, you, you wouldn't be stuck there. There's nothing keeping you there. You, you'd keep going past it. You, I mean, you're still going to travel in whatever direction you were sent in. You would have to turn around, is the thing. If we wanted to actually send human beings there, you would have to turn them around when they got there. Yeah, and so you would have to basically twice as much fuel. Right. It's a lot of fuel. Yeah. It's also very, very far away. So, like, how, you know, it's going to take weeks to get there. Yes. So, again, we can't send humans. Nope. 
So they get one shot at it. There was a an error in the telemetry communication, so they delayed it two days. Current liftoff is nine twenty local time on Friday morning. That's twelve twenty GMT, which is ugh. 6.20 in the morning here. Yeah. I might wake up for it. But also, like, the, the launch is just part one, because it's got the launch, and then it's got to actually get out there. Yeah, it's, uh, what, what was, I saw the timeline recently. It was just, like, so many random steps of, oh, it could fail here, it could fail here, it could fail here. I mean, the unfurling of the heat shield and the um the mirrors has over 300 unique points of failure Whew. meanwhile i just learned today the james webb space telescope has a 10-year lifespan that's that's it that's it 10 years it has rocket fuel in it and that fuel is only supposed to be enough to last it 10 years so without being able to go out there and refuel it, we are kind of stuck. I was trying to see if there was any uh, events going on for uh, what, us like in Michigan. Watching the yeah the launch. Yep. Turns out oh. no. Plan your own, Andy. Get on Facebook. Start planning a, a watch launch event. <clears throat> I'll be in the middle of trying to get the. No wait, because that's Friday. No, wait, that no. That is Christmas I, Eve day. Which I think I have off? At 7.20 in the morning. Yes, I have, because Christmas is on Saturday. I have Friday off, because that's the, that's the day for Christmas, and then I have half of Thursday off. Because mm-hmm. we get half of Christmas Eve off, and we're supposed to get Christmas Day off, and so they move both of them back. So you'll have all of Friday off. Yep. You could watch it. Yes, it will depend on how much sleep everybody gets the night before. You could wake up with Isaac and watch it together. Isaac will not want to get up that early. Probably not. No. No, he will not. But you could still do it. Right. So speaking baby all morning. (laughs) Speaking of launches, we are right now in the middle of three Falcon 9 launches. One each day? Uh, One was yesterday, I think, or was it the 18th? I... You're asking me? Yeah, da, 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 da. which one? Okay, Star Starlink 4.4 already launched. Was that a day ago or two days ago? Uh, let's see, launched at 4.41 a.m. Pacific time Saturday morning. So It was a Starlink launch out of California. Okay. So that worked fine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, literally right before we started recording, there was a Falcon 9 launch out of Florida. Okay. For a, um, what was that? Turksat 5B. What is the Turksat 5B? Uh, Turksat 5B is a communication satellite for a geostationary transfer orbit that launched off of Cape Canaveral. Okay. And then there is going to be a third Falcon 9 launch. I think, is this one also going out of? Okay, so 5B, Falcon 9, yeah, yeah, yeah. When's the, when's the last one? Plans to close out its 2021 launch schedule with the liftoff of a Dragon cargo ship heading to the ISS on Tuesday, December 21st. So that's basically like, what, three launches in four days? That's pretty impressive. 
No, wait, Saturday, Sunday, yeah, yeah, three launches, three Falcon 9 launches in four days. Starlink launch, geostationary communication satellite launch, and a cargo launch to the ISS. Good for them, man, like, props to them. This means they will wrap up 2021 with 31 Falcon 9 launches. 31 launches. In a year. In a year. That's a launch every one and a half weeks. And that's not even including the uh, the Starship launches. Oh, yeah, that's still... <laughs> they did a cryo test. Did you see that? No. I think they did a cryo test. Of the on... full stack? Not the full stack. I think this is just the booster. Okay. I mean, they've done cryo tests on the booster before. I think this was on the orbital launch pad, though. Oh. Boca Chica testing. Starship, Ship 20 Raptor, pre-burner tested, chopstick lifting, the Mexilla catch system. Nothing here since October 19th. That was a while ago. Uh, he... Elon Musk posted a video on the 17th of the engine's gimbaline. Cool. I'd really like to know, like, what is going on with this thing. Yeah. Uh, he said that there will be supposedly uh, a Starship update this month, no later than next. So he, uh, all right, he supposedly wants to make an update. Well, that update better be we launched it. <laughs> Come on, let's see this the full thing go up into the air. What's really funny is they haven't even launched it, and supposedly, according to a SpaceX VP, they're already getting people wanting commercial launch contracts with it. Oh, I don't doubt that. I do not doubt that at all. Because all the stuff that's like, this is going to be too heavy, like, they will be able to actually put that up there, it'll go up, it's like, come on. Yeah, anybody just want to put a school bus up into space just because? I mean, Elon Musk might. <laughs> That would be one hell of a marketing thing that it's like, yeah, we just put a school bus into space. Yep. No kids were in it. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. But in case you're wondering about your satellite, yeah, we just put a school bus up there. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. It's really impressive. And speaking of launch contracts, Starliner, they um, have decided now Mm -hmm. that um, rather than try and fix Orbital Flight 2 which was the service module that they were trying to, you know, do their test flight for. Mm -hmm. Rather than try and fix it with the valve control issue, um, they are going to swap it out with a uh, a new one. Oh. And try and launch that uh, in May of next year. Okay, then. Which is kind of funny, though, because um, Boeing still has not yet said that they have identified the cause of the valve failure. Oh, no. <laughs> so it might be in the next one, too. Yep. So they're they like, a- oh, we're just going to flip this out and hope that it was unique to this one. Yes. Because of the combined work, we have a much better understanding of the contributions that led to the valve issues and ways to prevent it from happening in the future. But they st- nothing about the actual cause. We think it might be this. We have an idea. So we're just going to take the capsule that was actually intended for the first manned test flight and put that up there and hopefully launch it in May. Hmm. So we'll see. 
Okay. See where that goes. Yep. Hopefully into the atmosphere. Hopefully. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Yep. Um, all right. What else we got? We should be probably running low on time. Yeah. Yes. Yes, we are. So is there, um, do you want to take a guess at the top eight games, eight mobile games that have generated over a billion dollars this year? Mobile games? Um, uh, Raid Shadow Legends, Candy Crush. Candy Crush is one. Raid Shadow Legends isn't? Nope. Wow. Uh, fuck, I don't, what, what mobile games are the, um, Fortnite? Nope. Some Call of Duty mobile bullshit? Nope. Um, I got nothing, Andy. I'm, I'm blanking out on what, it's like modern pay games that would be, I don't know, Genshin Impact. Yes. It was one of the game of the years, so it's got to be in there somewhere. Yes, Genshin Impact was number three. Candy Crush Saga okay. was number seven. Wow, Candy Crush is... I mean, Pokemon Go. Yeah, Pokemon Go was six. Uh, probably not Harry Potter. <laughs> no. Uh, I, no, I'm done. I got nothing. All right, PUBG Mobile was one. Oh, come on! That was, that was close enough with Fortnite. <laughs> Fine, PUBG. Yeah, PUBG Mobile and Honor of Kings. The well, hell is Honor of Kings? I don't know. It's a Tencent game, and it made uh, $2.8 billion over the last year. Uh, you said Genshin Impact. That was number three. Number four was Roblox. Number five Which, was... Sure. Yeah. Yeah, there's, that's, that's a... Have you looked into Roblox yet? No, but I, I saw the recent news article about Roblox. There was a news article about Roblox? Well, there was a video basically talking about the exploitation of children. Oh, well, okay then. Yeah. Maybe maybe you don't want to put your kid into Roblox. No. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just do Legos first. Okay. Let's get him working Minecraft. on actual physical Legos. We are, uh, we are working our way through the... Um, lego advent calendar we picked the uh avengers this year cute have actually been some pretty good there are some good mini figs uh so far um iron man black widow thanos and nick fury so far and we've built a mini quinjet a mini helicarrier um a grill a dining table uh dummy from iron man uh a target dummy of some kind Oh, uh, Captain Marvel was in there, too. Mm. So the top eight games? Oh, yeah. Okay, so yeah, Roblox was four. <laughs> Coin Master was five. Sorry, he started to stir, so I'm seeing if he's still down. Uh, Pokemon Go was six. Candy Crush Saga was seven. And Garena Free Fire was eight. Never heard of it. Also never heard of Coin Master. Well, it made over a billion this year, so... That's a lot. Yep. That's a lot of money. Good for them. Well, they didn't actually make the money, but that's how much people paid so that was what would that be profit or no revenue revenue yes a billion in revenue over yeah, the last not year profit no not profit no 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 revenue yes they generated a billion dollars in revenue over the last year that is still a lot yes yes it is uh and then there's this you know little internet glitch error backdoor log for j problem yeah and the um Supposedly, the patch also has an exploit in it, so now you have to patch the patch. Oops. You know, just one of the main things that's, like, across the entire internet. Yep. 
which was great because now, uh, you know, Paul is actually doing the IT for the company. I didn't have to worry about. <laughs> Yay. I was like, oh, Log4j. And then I'm like, okay, we need to patch the servers. And Paul's like, I'm already on it. And I'm like, sweet. You're like, I don't need to do anything. That's awesome. If you, if you need help, let me know. If not, he's like, yeah, no, we, you know, corporate sent out their thing. Our software, a couple of our software guys sent out, you know, their patches. And it's just like, all right, I'll go work on my other stuff then. Nice. Yep. All right. So do you want me to do my random review? Yeah, I think we should probably hit the randoms. Okay. So, you know, I talked about that big water jug, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Where I'm, you know, I'm trying to drink more water every day. Okay. Um, so here, um, we've been using a, a Britter water pitcher, which, okay. you know, if I'm trying to fill up a liter, that takes up basically the whole Brita water filter pitcher. Yes. And there's, so I have to, a lot. Yep. I, I have to, Your you know, okay. I have to go and refill it. And then, you know, the, the, the fill part of the pitcher is not the whole pitcher so i gotta fill it multiple it was it was getting a hassle you have to wait for it right you have to fill it and then wait and then fill it and then wait so i'm sitting there going like well you know i had just cleaned out under the sink to install the uh the new dishwasher so i'm looking in there i'm like we got room why don't i just go and install uh an under the sink water filtration system like we got the room let's you know let's try it out and I gave, mm-hmm. I get, no, I gave Kate the two options because there's two basic options for the under the sink water filter system. There is your own separate faucet or there is basically a little dial that you can switch so you don't have a separate faucet. You, it, you can hook it up to your current faucet with a little switch to go between filtered and unfiltered or you just basically just put a second faucet on your sink that is just the filtered water. Okay. And so rather than having, you know, to switch the dial and wait for the system to flush out, I just, you know, drilled a hole and installed this. A second se- faucet. A second faucet. Okay. Interesting. Yes. Uh, the, the reason why I picked this one was um, the it, uh, they have done system certification with the NSF, including P473, which has to do with PFAS, hmm. which... We've had a problem here in Kalamazoo and Portage with PFAS stuff. Yes, there was actually that AM site that I, you know, helped um, decommission. Mm -hmm. The the sale still hasn't gone through because the the city did an environmental study on the land. And it it turns out the city fire department used to use that as a training area. So the foam that the fire department was using leached all in. the PFAS stuff. Yes. So they have to go through a, a, another level of environmental study on the land. And we're like, you guys want to buy it. You guys screwed it up. <laughs> Oops. Yep. So this is, this is why I picked this one, is they actually have the actual filter for PFAS in the system. So I said, okay, this, you know, let's do that. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty easy to install. I, you know, I had to drill into the um, countertop. So, you know, I had I had to get, you know, a special drill bit for drilling into metal because my normal drill bits in theory could in theory could do it. But I just wanted, you Mm -hmm. know, do something nice and quick to drill through the metal. Yeah. Outside of that, installing the faucet was pretty easy. It was a little tight where I had put it, but it worked. Um, You know, the, the manual walked me through all the stuff there. 
You know, I, I drilled into the back of the cabinet to install the filter under there. So I had it installed in maybe two and a half, three hours tops. And that's also with Isaac being home at the time. Okay. So impressive. Yeah. Helping me, quote unquote. <laughs> helping you. Yeah. Uh, I picked the two-stage system. They have a three-stage system, but that one was bigger and takes up more space because there's a third filter in there. So I um, I just went with the two-stage. Um, the, the, there's two downsides. The first one is supposedly these filters last about six months, um, and there will be a, there's a battery system in there that will actually start to go off when it's time to change the filters, Okay, which is both a blessing and a curse. But the filters are $60. Yeah, so it's going to be about 120 a year for this one, which you could go through the um, the Aquasana company page, and you could actually basically sign up for a subscription and kick that down to $50. $50 for a pair of filters, so it would be only 100 a year. And then they will actually like you know sell send you the things automatically. Right. Um, and the flow, flow is a little slow takes me about 45 seconds to fill up a liter of water. That's a long wait. But it's 45 seconds, and I can, you know, I can literally just turn it on, and it's, you know... Yeah. I, it's, just, it's there, ready to go. It's there, and it's it's ready, and you don't have to wait for it, and yep. then you're done. Yep. So it's just, it's 45 seconds to fill up the, the, the liter water bottle. I should probably go, and next time I'm at work, measure how much it is to fill it up from the water cooler... Because I think our water cooler might be, you know, it's not as fast as taking it from the faucet, but, you know, it still takes some time to fill up a liter of water. Yep. But, yeah, install was free, was quick and easy. Um, Yeah, flow is a little slow. Um, And like I said, this one is the version where it's it's your own separate faucet, so you got to have room for a faucet. But um, I like it so far. Kate likes it too, you know, we, you know, especially with the kids. Mm-hmm. Who, you know, I always worry about, you know, lead and other meta- uh, metallic um, contamination yeah, on kids is a lot worse yeah. than adults. So we've always been giving them filtered water. That's so good. this this helps out a ton. It's like, oh, you need more water? Okay, let me drip, turn it on. Boom, done. So nice. Yeah, you can get it for a hundred from their uh, website. So Amazon and Home Depot both have them way more expensive. But yeah, if you just Right now, if you just order it from the manufacturer, it's only a hundred bucks. So, there you go. Two stage undersink water filtration system. Do you got any questions, Dave? Nope, nothing. All right, there you go. So cool. let's move on to the random topic. Rolled ahead of time. What is your favorite exoplanet? And this comes from Isaac. Isaac has gotten to exoplanets, huh? Yes. Isaac has gotten to exoplanets. Yes, is, my is four-year-old crappy YouTube channel that names all the exoplanets in order with like zero melody. Uh, sometimes. Oh um, God! He was also uh, who was it, Mister Mister DeMeo? Mister DeMeo, yes, D E M A I O. Oh, He's a so science my... teacher out of New Jersey Favorite. that did some YouTube videos about different exoplanets as well. Nice. I I have to admit, as much as I am and definitely was into astronomy, uh, I do not have a favorite exoplanet. I could not name an exoplanet currently. 
you you don't even know like the 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 big ones common common named nope. ones like you know proxima centauri b nope no that that nope. one's been that's one's been known for a while i mean i know the stars i know that i know proxima centauri and i know it has a planet but it's not something i've committed my um my my i haven't i haven't allocated it any space in my brain mm. it just hasn't been that important what about what? you andy what's your favorite um my favorite one was uh oh where is it on the list here here it is okay tea gardens or yeah tea garden b there's a tea garden star which is an m-type mm. red dwarf and it's a planet that supposedly has a mass uh at 1.05 of earth mm-hmm. it's so, uh very earth-like yep it's radius is 1.02 okay it's uh only 12 light years away and cool. the, I mean, the planet very far away <laughs> yeah the pl- yeah it's but still you know if you're looking at light years 12 light years away is not that far <laughs> Yep. Is it in the the water supporting zone? Yes, it is in the habitable zone. Okay. So you got an Earth-sized planet out there. Yeah. With an Earth-sized mass. Yep. That supposedly a very Earth-like planet. Yeah. That is just twelve light years away. Not bad. So if we can figure, <laughs> if we can somehow travel at the speed of light, then twelve years later, twelve years later, we might have a you know. I think it's like one of like four or five that are actually like really close to Earth. Ooh. So yeah, no, that's I, it. Used to be Proxima Centauri B because that was the only exoplanet I knew. But then you know, he starts watching videos about exoplanets, and I'm sitting there like you know trying to watch them too. And oh, that's actually interesting. You're like, oh, that's that's actually really close to us. Yeah, like twelve light years. Well, that's that's you know in the grand scheme of things, that's next door neighbor. Yeah. Yep. Hey, you need to go read Hail Mary. I, I literally, literally today was able yep. to get the Overdrive copy onto my Kindle. Good. So go, I have, go read it. I have that, and I think, let's see, I also just charged the Kindle, so the Kindle is fully charged, and I also have Artemis on here, too. Nice. So, so should I start with Artemis, or should I just jump straight into Project Hail no, Mary? No, no, jump, jump straight into Project Hail Mary. All right, here we go. Let's see, what will it tell me? Chapter 1. Okay, it will take me three and a half hours to read the book. Not going to do that well, now. It, it's recommending that you'll finish it in three and a half hours? Yes. Wow. I read like a maniac. Yeah, clearly. Well, I look forward to tomorrow afternoon when you finish the book. Um, y- you know tomorrow is Kate's birthday, right? I actually didn't. Happy oh. birthday, Kate, since it's now Kate's birthday. Yes, it is now Kate's birthday today, so I, I don't think I'm going to be reading a book. Okay, well, happy birthday to Kate. So, um, on that surprising and happy note, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.